Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to We're Offended, You're Offended, the podcast. I'm Kim. This is Tyler, and hope everyone's having a fantastic week so far. So, so it is supposed to be <clears throat> it is supposed to be Hump Day, and boy, wow, is wow, wow. Uh, well, with one article, yeah, it, it was unasked for, but you know, um, ooh, okay, so. Um, I guess so. Patty Iju is the uh is the Liberal Party's health minister, and uh, we got some articles. I don't know if anyone remembers. Uh, maybe in about twenty twenty or so, with her saying, um, oh, no one's being forced into uh into these concentrate. Oh, oh, sorry. Oh, <clears throat> whoopsie. Sorry, sorry. I, I misspoke. These quarantine hotels, no one's being forced into there. Whoever's saying that, it's just a blatant lie. Okay. Uh, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the Omnicorp. And last but not least, have you seen the shit show that is Santa Inc. from the race i don't know race haters race baiters <laughs> uh social justice retards no actually no that's a dis that that's that's actually throwing in people that have a mental handicap in with these two idiots and and a lot of uh you know the the culture that is supposed to you know be feel-good stories around christmas and and, and especially you know those times of togetherness and you know, taking the taking the things that, that you love, cherishing time with family, friends, you know, the happy memories, creating memories, and they just throw it in your face with white man bad, Santa's a man, therefore Santa's racist. Oh, why wasn't oh. it a woman? Yeah, so. Well, oh, and me. they're getting review bombed. I've been, <clears throat> I know we were supposed to talk about this yesterday, um, but. You know, we kind of, we went over our time, so uh, we shoved it over to today. And the shit show that is Santa Inc. by Seth Retard Rogan and Sarah Blackface Silverman. Ooh. I never it realized those were their names. juicy. That's their, that's their nicknames. Oh, okay. Can't wait for those how about ones. Se- okay, how about Seth, I used to be funny. <laughs> Rogan. <laughs> and Sarah, only I can do Blackface. Silverman. Oh, okay. That? Okay. That works. All right. So, so we ended up touching on this uh, from last episode. So the the Omnicorp variant. And well, hold uh, on, before you get into it, don't forget to like, subscribe, share, catch us on our socials: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and everywhere you want to listen to podcasts will be in the description box below. Yeah. So please, um. Actually, uh, on our sh- crappy little Facebook group, I'm trying not to swear. I'm really trying. Just, just some people piss me off, and then I start swearing, and I can't help myself. Or when you drink. Uh, if anybody remembers last drink, Friday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was... Uh... There was a you know swear what? Tourette's at the best of times. So, one thing with... Uh, you know, obviously, when people are drinking, a lot of their inhibitions and, and a lot of their true kind of feelings come out. And, and yeah, booze is great. 
but so it uh you know if you really want to get a feel for someone they're deep down kind of what's in their you know in their in their in their cockles oh my god i was totally just thinking that area (laughs) (laughs) maybe in the kidneys (laughs) maybe in the liver who knows (laughs) yeah I'm an asshole. So, so the, the Omnicorp variant has made its way to our wonderful stores and already the first have been pushed. Um fuck, where do we it's it's incredible to see. So the first article that we have from Reuters, so Canada reports 15 cases of the Omnicorp variant. It says severe COVID trends could rise. So and this is why I always say, like, you know. Always look at what's being said or how it's being said. Because nowadays, I was actually just listening to an interview with Matt Taibbi, and he was—he's like an old school kind of investigative journalist, and you know, he just kind of—I'm looking up a story and I'm just giving the information. You think what you will about it, but now it's—it's it's a lot of uh, a lot of media is get it out as fast as possible and toe a line. We talked about this article yesterday. Yeah, I know. But I said I wanted to talk about this a little bit more. Okay. But, uh, you know, so, and it's always just kind of, you know, uh, the push that, you know, all all these ideas are are all the same. Uh, I don't know how in, sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. I don't know how anybody in this particular situation could not realize the big fear mongering that people are doing like the media the government whatever like omnicron has been proven to be less deadly uh less side like side effect symptoms like it's been out of all of them the best is starting to wean down it's starting to get less severe which people should be celebrating but instead it's put everywhere to what? It sounds super scary. The way that they word things, it makes things sound super scary. It's just keeping that fear going. And if anybody actually did research on this variant and realized that, like, how does that not click a light bulb in your head? Like, hmm, somebody's doing something here. They're trying to make us scared. Why? Is my question. Why? Well, it's so, um, um, so there, so for anyone that doesn't know, um, Jimmy Dore, he, I think he does, like, he's, he's a comedian, but, you know, everyone always goes, like, well, why, how, how, why do you always get this stuff, you know, Jimmy, like, why do you, why do you always so on top of this stuff? Because I look, it's all I do. And he's a guy, like I said, some of his policies, like, universal uh, healthcare, I don't agree with. I don't. And, you know, there, there are some things, like, uh, that he is, you know, strongly in support of. And I don't. I'm I'm not interested in that. And so um he had a he had a segment today. Or was it today? I don't know. Whenever the hell it was. Um it was about the FDA. And the FDA used to be funded by the taxpayer. Used to be. Now, who do you think funds it? Um, pharmaceutical company. Exactly. Ooh, Nearly. that was a shot in the dark. 
nearly 45% of their funding comes from giant pharmaceutical companies. So, Mm. you know, and you had a a really good segment, you know, because everyone keeps ragging on, you know, Dana White just had how he just had COVID and he wanted to thank Dr. Rogan for, you know, for helping him. And everyone just keeps going back to, oh, it's a horse dewormer, horse dewormer. Oh, it's more (laughs) horse dewormer. Yeah. You know, ignorance. Got it. Well, ignorance and just blatant, like, so for anyone, please, for anyone that doesn't know, Ivermectin is a Nobel Prize winning pharmaceutical drug. Nobel Prize winning. It is considered from the World Health Organization one of their essential medications. It has shown to have reduced uh, to reduce uh, viral uh, replication in vitro as a, even as a pre uh, as a ooh, what's the right word for it as a what the fuck is that word oh my god it's on the tip of my brain well you, it's like a pre like a, a preventative what the hell is that called the hell do they call it? well anyway so used as a preventative there's now studies that are being done with ivermectin for cancer treatment. So you remember that Dean? The hell was that idiot's name? Dean. I don't know. I locked their names out of my head. Lundell. <laughs> that. That's it. Is it really? Yes. I, uh, I never remember yeah. names. It's like a Christmas Day miracle, yeah. people. Yeah. Profile. Access as a prophylaxis action, apparently showed that it would reduce the severity of symptoms. Everyone is focusing on the Iver fucking mectin. Everyone. Oh, can you hear me okay? Yeah, you went kind of. Can you hear me now? You went robot there. Yeah. Yeah. I was pulling up a bunch of stuff. Ah. Yeah, no, we're good now. now. So. Um, you know, yeah, that Dean Blundell guy, um, uh, you know, saying, oh, it, it's, it's an antiviral medication it has nothing to do with this. Okay. Well, that, that's, that's the difference between being informed and just being ignorant and just being happy in your ignorance because no one talks about the, the, you know, the five or 10 other medications that, you know, Joe Rogan was on or that uh, like this, this is the crazy thing. This is what I find is absolutely incredible. If a, if you had if you had some kind of disease and you knew someone that contracted it and they they got better from it and they got better from it fast, would you not go, "Hey, well, what did you do?" Oh, okay. I'll take that into consideration. I will talk to my doctor about that. Hold Weird. On. Every Wait, single talk to your doctor? You mean person who went to school for this kind of stuff you want to talk to them huh well if you, if you look concept. like in canada well in canada it's it's banned like you know there are no medical advertising no uh like pharmaceutical uh advertising it's only in the united states or new zealand those are the only two countries that you know they have uh advertisements talk to your doctor if Whatever, this dick enhancing pill is right for you. <laughs> Talk to your doctor if blah. Now you're seeing 
Oh, uh, the Stephen Colbert show presented by Pfizer. Uh-uh. So, so no one, no one is going, wants to talk about those other things. So, and, and, okay. So if somebody, if someone says, oh, well, this is what I did in order to get, get over this disease, this virus, this sickness or whatever. Oh, okay. Everyone does that. Well, what do you do to get over? Oh, it's just chicken noodle soup and uh, a hot bath. That's what I do. And you know, it, it, it helps alleviate it. Oh, right? I take, what is that? What is that ginger fucking suppository or whatever? <laughs> I was just going to say my, my magic potion that I have. That's apple cider yeah. vinegar, honey, ginger, and like 12 cloves of garlic. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So like, hey, you know what? That works for me. But then if you had a, like a doctor come in, like, and that's the thing. Everyone's just saying, oh, well, you know, Dr. Joe is Dr. Joe. Okay. No, but I, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. If I was like sick and someone was like, here, try my magic potion. And it was that stuff that I just finished mentioning. I'd be like, okay, well, what is it going to hurt? Like, is it really yeah, yeah, like, it's not anything super bad. It's not like I'm in, in ingesting like bad medications or drugs or something like that. Like, okay, well, let's try it out. Maybe it'll yeah, work. What's the, what's the worst that happens? But it's crazy that everyone is focused on what he did. Like, so who cares if he, if he, you know, he took a, I don't know. He took a tomato and shoved it up his ass. Yeah, it worked like, for him. Hey, so great. What if it worked? It. Yeah. But everyone is focusing on, oh, well, he did this. Oh, it's, you know, it's not an approved thing. Just so we're clear, uh, uh, ivermectin's it's horse pay. It's used for horses. Yeah. We have a lot of medication that are used for many different animals, not just humans. So it's just, it's so crazy to see. You know, the, the, like you're wearing your funding on your sleeve. I can see what you're doing. And I'm sure a lot of people can see what you're doing. There's a reason why, you know, people aren't tuning in to CNN, to Fox, stream places, because they all say the same thing. You're not, you're not strong and brave by, like, at this point, like they're, they're punching up at, at Joe Rogan because their, their viewership now with, Chris and sexual misconduct Cuomo <laughs> CNN's ratings is getting worse and they're they're trying to cover it up like oh well it's a it's a complicated issue yeah because that's like the only news station out of your uh, out of all of like CNN that people actually watched didn't, so yeah it's pretty he, hard to fire this up hmm? didn't he um who's the one that's being accused both of them well, I know one of them got fired for defending his brother. Yeah, that's the scene. That's Chris Cuomo. Okay, so he's the one that he lost was... his job. Well, both of them did. Did they both work for the CNN? governor of New York? Lost his... no one. One was a governor of New York. He lost his job oh, because shit. he liked to play grab ass with a bunch of women. And oddly enough, he's not being taken down for killing a fuck ton of old people. No one talks about that. Which he should be in prison for, but you know what? That's the that's the nature of politics. You did know the, the same in thing in. I just fucking said New York. Oh, you did. Okay, sorry, I missed that part. Yeah, <laughs> but so yeah, so you know they're they're dying. They're going. You know, it's like they're in their death throes. They're just no, don't leave, don't go anywhere. It's like a, it's it's fuck, it's like a, 
it's like a desperate you know boyfriend or girlfriend no don't leave i'll kill myself why are you with that person uh because you're you're petty you don't actually build me up you just make me angry i don't know uh yeah but so yeah so yeah you know and so you're seeing you know with this uh well, Dana White came out and said, yeah, and like I said, uh, you know, thank you, Dr. Rogan. And people started in on it. Oh, the, the horse pace, horse pace, horse paced. If it worked, cool. Like, th- that's that's what I'm going to say. Like, if if whatever Joe Rogan did, whatever Dana White did, whatever Tim Pool did, whatever the 200 Congress people in the United States did, whatever the, you know, everyone in Canada, that obviously, if a... If, uh, uh, if a prominent political figure gets it, yeah, you think they're just going to sit at home and fucking walk it off? No, they're going to go for whatever works. They'll probably take that tomato and, and, and you know, stick it up their butt. Right, if it works. Hell, no, exactly. So it, it's just crazy to see. So with this Reuters article, it's just, yeah. So uh, currently severe illness trends have leveled off, but yeah, so whatever. I don't know. That's just uh this is crazy to see the 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 type of wording and the and the kind of the fear mongering and that actually like people should be championing, hey, look, this guy did something and it worked. Why are we not talking about that? Oh, because you know you have to go to the very, very top of CNN, MSNBC, you know, all these all these companies. Fox, trust me, you're not off the fucking hook either. I know what you did. You know what you did. So they have to go to the top, the absolute top, Pfizer and Moderna. They have to go to the, you know, it's a big problem when they have to go to the absolute tippy top. So, yeah. Yep. So they're, they're just going to tear down. They're not going to try and actually report on news. They're going to give you their, their slant, their corporate talking points. And I, I, honestly, I think people are seeing it. There are some people that are just brainless and, and just zombies. Yeah, you're you're always going to have some zombies on either side. And that's one thing with me is I I've I've said it before. I try to get as much information on left and right and try to get a, an accurate picture of what's what's actually being portrayed. Like I I said to you, you know, if you only paint with red, well, you're only going to see red in your painting. You have to paint with blue. You have to be able to see that contrast. So, all right. Uh, yeah, let's get in. I I don't want to get into this, but let's get into it because our <laughs> government is fucking disgusting. And uh, it's, an, it's an absolute disgrace what, uh, what Canada has become in, God, back when this started. It was less than a year. It's incredible what people are willing to give up. The atrocities they are willing to allow because they're selfish. Incredible. Incredible. So this is from this is from CBC and this is so mark this date October 20th, 2020. Okay? Remember that date. And it is titled Prime Minister Health Officials Warn Canadians Against Believing COVID-19 Internment Camps Disinformation. So, where do we start? Canadian will not be forced into COVID-19 internment or 
containment camps. A spokesperson for health, uh, for health minister, Patty Haiju, said Tuesday, taking aim at a disinformation campaign that has been circulation, circulating on social media for weeks. The claim that the federal government is preparing to forcibly intern Canadians is patently false. The federal government has announced funding for voluntary quarantine sites. Remember that. October 20th, 2020, voluntary quarantine sites for some of the country's homeless and has made plans to expel, expand self-isolation capacity for returning international travelers without suitable places to go. But Canadians will not be compelled to leave their homes for so-called COVID camps. Okay? So this is a direct quote direct quote from the spokesperson for Patty Haiju. The answer is no. We're not building containment or internment camps. Disinformation like this is intended to deceive Canadians and cause fear and confusion. We encourage Canadians to double-check sources before sharing to avoid spreading disinformation. Okay. Uh Um. So let's, uh, okay, so I didn't want to bring this up, but Okay, so look at this wording. Look at this wording right here. Oh, where did it go? Independent Ontario MPP, so member of provincial parliament, Randy Hillier, a vocal anti-masker who has likened the current pandemic to a bad flu season, has been warning his eastern Ontario constituents that the federal government is, pre- is, is preparing to establish these camps. Huh. And look, if you scroll down a little bit, you see Randy Hillier, he ain't no spring chick. You would think if, if someone is age and if he's saying, hey, kind of, you know, I'm, I'm not too concerned about it. He would be the demographic that if he got COVID, he would die. But should that not be his choice? But so anyways, so remember that October 20th, 2020, Patty Hyju's uh, office said that no, we're not doing that. All right, let's go. CBC 77 fined issues, seven people charged for breaking Canada's quarantine rules during COVID 19. When was this posted? October 25th, 2020. More five than a million. Later. Yeah. Five days later. Over the past seven months, police have issued 77 fines and charged seven people for violating Canada's Quarantine Act. Uh, Public Health, PHAC, Public Health, the Public Health Agency of Canada. Yes. Yes. Said that since the act took effect in late March, more than one million people who have entered Canada were, were required to quarantine for 14 days. The agency said it had flagged more than 247,000 of those travelers to police as potential quarantine violators. RCMP officers issued the majority of the fines, which ranged from 275 to 1,275. Individuals can either pay these fines or contest it in court. Anyone charged, typically for a more serious offense, must appear in court. Under the Quarantine Act, both Canadians and foreigners entering Canada must quarantine for 14 days unless they get a special exemption. So watch this. Doug Ford, the big champion, the champion of the Conservative Party that everyone was so 
so excited for like he was going to be like his brother but he's nothing like his brother he's just a fat fucking idiot that just wants cheesecake that's all he wants he just wants cheesecake mm, cheesecake so last month ontario premier doug ford complained publicly that not enough people were being punished for breaching the act is so this the weird. same article but then we can uh, we can go down. Well, it's just the the video from yeah from CBC just saying that. Um, who's facing charges? CBC News was able to obtain information from police on five individuals who were charged under the Quarantine Act. Must face or most face penalties of up to six months in jail and or fines of seven hundred fifty thousand dollars. Each person is set to appear in court. One of the most recent cases involves a 50-year-old woman from Ottawa who works in a long-term care home. Police said she went back to work just four days after returning to Canada on a September 26th trip from abroad. Police didn't provide the woman's name, blah, blah, blah. The woman was charged on October 2nd for allegedly failing to comply with a 14-day quarantine requirement and causing risk of immediate death or serious bodily harm. Isn't that crazy? So that's that's one story. One story. Oh, but they're not being forced. They're not being Kim. They're not being forced. Nay, nay. Just, not just drink this Kool Aid and shut your face. Okay. Or pay the fine. Yeah. Oh no, you're 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 you'll be fined and well, if it's serious enough, yeah, they'll throw you in prison. Yeah, for uh, you know, returning to your country. All right. So let's look at. Oh, so I want to I, I want to clear this up. So what's what is an internment camp? And uh, James Lindsay, for anyone that doesn't know, he's kind of a a bit of a, a free speech kind of person, you know, freedom kind of person. You know, stuff most people seem they took for granted, and the the thing that people seem to be most happy with throwing away. But uh, so his kind of take on what what an what what is an internment camp? And it's basically you are taken from society against your will without due process okay that sounds creepy so from freedom wire and obviously i'm sure they're kind of a, a right-leaning kind of thing um freedom riot da, 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 da. all right people in quarantine camps so we often think of our neighbors to the north as friendly people blah 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 where the hell did it go here we go a Prime Minister Justin Trudeau announced the internment camps when he said, if, you if your test results come back positive, you'll need to immediately quarantine in a designated government facility. Remember, it, 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 was, it was voluntary. This is not optional. Oh. Oh. Well, color me surprised. Trudeau wow. is instituting this policy for those flying in and out of the country. According to the order, citizens must be tested before and after flying out of the country. If they want to get back in after testing positive, they must go to the government facility to quarantine. I thought those facilities were only for the homeless or people who didn't have a place to go. This doesn't sound like it's um, for those people. This sounds like it's for everyone. Mm. You're catching on, my dear. So from Michelle Rempel, so the Liberals instituted a federal hotel quarantine requirement for those entering Canada. We have heard reports that this is taking hours to get through to 
book these hotels. Dietary restrictions are not being met, and food and water are not always readily available. That's in addition to this program continuing after reports of sexual assault. Oh my. This is mind-boggling. Oh, we got that. I got that. So, I don't, I, you know, you can continue, uh, and, and as always, every article, if I, you know, if I can reference something, it will be in the description. It will always be in the description. If not, yell at Kim. Ah, that's okay. really nice. Sorry, I'm just, no, no, no. I have to, an individual who wishes to remain anonymous contracted, uh, contacted, oh my God, the Justice Center about her stay at a hotel near the Toronto airport. She provided the Justice Center with photos of a dirty, unsanitary room, including empty alcohol bottles, hair on the toilet seat, hair on the bedspread, and a dirty, unclean coffee machine. She was required to pick up food in the lobby. There was no uh, contactless delivery to her room. On two occasions, breakfast consisted of a semi-frozen sandwich that was not edible and no utensils to eat it. Wow. Yeah, so this is, oh, it's a $2,000. It's an extra vacation on top of your vacation, Kim. Oh, yeah, that that's sounds, what we were told. You know what? For, okay, no offense for a homeless person, maybe that would be getting out of the cold air and maybe having like a, a place to stay. But for, I mean, a dirty freaking room, how is that even? Oh, okay. And, and what's what's supposed to be a quarantine facility where you're not supposed to you're you're supposed to try and limit uh you know the spread of stuff oh let's just yes. leave it because these these unwashed swine this filth this refuse at the bottom of my boot who gives a fuck see Sorry, that's what doesn't cares? make any sense okay you have to go here because you need to quarantine but we're not going to clean your room so they're not going to be sanitary and uh we're just going to continue with the gross spread. And if you don't get COVID, you know, you know, maybe you'll luck out and get hepatitis. Hey, win-win. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, kind of this last little, so if COVID-19 and I, you know what, and I, I, I can share this, the same kind of sentiment. If COVID-19 was as deadly as say the black death or the Spanish flu back in the 1918s, which had a death rate of about five, between five and 20%. Okay absolutely fuck yeah the canadian government wouldn't need to force people into internment rooms to quarantine because canadians would likely quarantine themselves to keep from dying 100 percent. okay so from planet today canada's voluntary covid covid quarantine camps quickly become involuntary so from december 6th um in order to help Temporary foreign workers get cleansed from Chinese germs. <laughs> the Justin Trudeau regime really? will spend at least another <laughs> five million to establish. So we're spending five million more our isolation and quarantine camps in BC. And this so is a new article too. Chinese germs. Oh, sorry. This, <laughs> yeah. Hi. Yeah. So this is obviously. This, yeah, this is obviously a right-leaning, uh, right-leaning publication as well. Wow, the China um, virus. <laughs> yeah. Frankly, I don't say it. I've heard some people say it, and they call it the Wuhan virus. Because <laughs> it came from Wuhan. 
So, uh, <laughs> known as Canada Safe Voluntary Isolation Sites Program, Casavis Casavis acronyms suck. The scheme is supposedly being expanded for the purpose of facilitating people who are unable to self-isolate at home and require assistance from the Canadian government. Helping people to self-isolate when they didn't have the means to do so where they live is an important way to protect Canadians from COVID-19. So this is from uh, Yves uh, Ducos, Ducos, I believe that's how you say it. Uh, this latest round of funding will go towards two different programs. One is an employer-based reimbursement program for agriculturalist workers living and working across British Columbia. Um, according to reports, $4.15 million will be funneled from BC's Ministry of Agriculture, Food and Fisheries to, agri to agriculture employees who have farm workers residing on farm who required self-isolation, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so whatever. I, I don't need to read this whole thing. Oh. Wow. Okay. Uh, I did not see this part. Trudeau has spent uh, has already spent a hundred million on COVID concentration camps. Oh, sorry. Self isolation camps. Nay, right, nay. I didn't. No, you said you read it right, sir. Yeah. So, let's talk about some of those violations from December fifth from Global News. Celiac's woman says she didn't eat for 40 hours while at Toronto Quarantine Hotel. Huh. An Edmonton woman with an extreme celiac disease says that she did not eat for more than 40 hours because she did not receive gluten-free food at a quarantine hotel in Toronto. Janet Games said that before arriving in Toronto, she last ate around 4.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Saturday, December 4th, while on her flight from Ethiopia. Janet and her husband, Meku, Miku Game arrived in Toronto at 7.30 in the morning on December 4th and were ordered to quarantine until they received a negative COVID-19 test. Because Miku had been in South Africa 13 days earlier, when the Omnicorp variant of the coronavirus has spread. Oh, even though it's in Canada, even though it's already here and it's already spreading and people are getting the sniffles. Not the sniffles. <gasps> no. <clears throat> As of November 30th, if Canada requires those who have been to South Africa within 14 days, okay, so Miku said they arrived at the Hilton Hotel for quarantine at 4.30 p.m. on December 4th, but did not receive dinner that night. The next morning, they also did not receive a meal. It wasn't until lunchtime on December 5th that she said they got their first meal. One portion of crispy chicken that was not gluten-free, and they showed a picture of it. So it's like hash browns and That's that looks it? like sausages. Four tiny little sausages and two little hash browns. That's what they got after 40 Pre hours. Pre-packaged hash browns. Pre-pack. You couldn't even you couldn't even fucking shred potatoes, you lazy fucks. This is at the Hilton? A Hilton. That's not some in a seedy motel in the middle of nowhere, a Hilton hotel, and you get two fried fucking pieces of potato product. And Actually, that doesn't even if if that's chicken, I, that is the saddest fucking chicken I've. Or sorry, that's the saddest bloody chicken I've ever seen. I wonder if that's what the Hilton is in Winnipeg. There is a Hilton Suites that I pass every single day. And I've made comments to people that I don't understand how the outside of the Hilton 
has so many securities. The, the oh, parking lot itself isn't that big. There is literally a security guard stationed at the door. There's one on either side of that security guard. There's another one at the back of the parking lot, which again, isn't very far. There, there's literally like, I've counted, I think, six to eight security guards in that tiny little parking space. And I'm like, every single day, they're outside all day long. I'm like, why the fuck do they need so much security? Oh, that's it's, exactly why. Wow. <clears throat> oh, that, 100% that's why. Like, and, and I'm not saying I know for sure, but come on. Well, that come makes on. sense. I mean, they just mentioned a Hilton, so it makes sense. Holy shit. Okay, so they said, so to continue with the article, so they said there is only one point of contact at the hotel, Red Cross Canada, and there is no one at reception. They tried calling Red Cross Canada at least five times throughout December 5th, and they said they were on hold for up to an hour before getting in touch with someone. So this is, this doesn't this sound fantastic? So everyone that just wants to keep their fucking head in the sand and just, oh, well, they're unvaccinated, they're well, these are people that are vaccinated. So when they were finally were able to reach a representative, they took their food request. But at dinner, dinner time, they again received one portion of a meal that was not gluten-free. What was that? That looks like, what, deep-fried, like, chicken? See, now that looks like the chicken. Or fish. That uh, looks like fish. Some probably frozen veggies. What is that? Rice? Rice? Yeah. Yeah, but the thing is, you can't even have it potentially contaminated. So that fish or chicken, whatever the heck it is, is literally touching the rice and is touching the vegetables. So she wouldn't yeah. even be able to eat anything from that plate anyway, unless she sits there in extreme pain. Yeah. Wow. So it wasn't until 9.40 p.m. Well, then this is this is this is how our government and this is why, like, sorry, Jimmy Dore, I love you. I, I, you know, I think you do amazing work. This is why I do not trust government as far as I could fucking throw them. Frickin fudging. This is I can't trust them as far as I could fudging throw them because of seeing stuff like this over and over and over again. It wasn't until 940 p.m. Eastern Standard Time that she received a banana and apple from the hotel. Oh, you generous, generous souls. And then a gluten-free bagel the next morning. A little before 9 a.m., her involuntary fast lasted around 41 hours total. Really? She had been drinking sugar water to keep her... fucking apple. And then she got a bagel. That's a meal? No, that was the next morning. No, no, no. She got I a know. banana and an apple at night. And then, yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. A banana and an apple were her meal. And then she was lucky and got a bagel the next day. Wow. How mm. fucking generous. How forking generous. Yeah. Um, so Janet has been drinking sugar water to keep her energy up before as she has. Uh, uh, before. Oh, Jesus. Okay, I'm going to try that again. Janet had been drinking sugar water to keep her energy up. Uh, before, as she has to contend with a broken leg she injured in Africa. Oh, jeez. Good job. Your girl's Good got a broken job, leg Canada. and starving to death. That's awesome. Oh, and here's Public Safety Minister Margot Go Fuck Yourself, Idiot, said Monday that the expectation, the expectation is that those in quarantine hotels, you mean internment camps, 
Call them what they are. Don't don't try and put this flowery bullcrap here. Get access to appropriate food and accommodations. Mm-hmm. Oh, we have some accommodations for you. How about, please, I, I would encourage one of these low-life pub, uh, politician losers to do this. He said the government would spare would not spare any expense or resources when it comes to protecting Canadians. Yeah, maybe not uh-huh. spare any money when it comes to protecting them, but he's definitely not going to do anything to make sure that they're comfortable. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Um, so, so there's that. There's more to this article if you want to read it. It's, it's unbelievable. The fact that this happened to one person this is just one person coming forward. So let's go to the next one. Where the hell did I put it? Here we go. Did I did I send you this one from Montreal CTV News? I don't think so. Uh, okay, it's in it's in the show map. Whoops, shit. So the woman sexually assaulted in a quarantine. So a man charged with sexual assault at Montreal Quarantine Hotel. So a man has been charged with sexual assault after an incident last week at a Montreal COVID-19 quarantine hotel. So this is back in February 24th, 2021. Okay. So this is when this, I remember, oh, oh, I talked about this. Well, I didn't talk about this on here because obviously we didn't start then, but (laughs) okay. So the woman alleging the assault took C- told CTV News that the man came into her room. So one thing people should know in these co- in these internment camps, call them what they are. I don't. I just call them what they are. You couldn't lock your doors. What? You had no way of locking your door. That's not okay. So uh, that the man came into her room, refused to leave. Par- partially undressed and touched her against her will, only leaving when she threatened to scream. Uh, so one other thing, and they weren't telling people where they were being sent off to. Does that not sound like a certain, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, Canada, you are, you are really pushing it. You are really pushing your limited. You've, you've well beyond stepped up above the, the, the line here. Canada and the pe- the people that accept this. Everyone accepted this. And it is an absolute embarrassment. It is a disgrace. Everyone's going to whine and cry about Aboriginal people being uh, killed. How about the things that are continuing on today? Today! All in the name of public health, public safety. We need to protect you from you because you're too dumb. We knew what it's good for you because you're too stupid. Not only that, is then they sit there and publish articles or get everything else in the media and the mainstream to distract you from what's actually going on right underneath your nose. Oh, it's out in the open. That's the thing. People don't, they don't, people don't, the, I, I don't know if people just don't care or they're just willful ignorance. Like, it's not like this is being hidden. Well, no, it's out the in the open. Is, is it comes out, right? And then right after that, all of a sudden, uh, someone got shot. There was a school shooting. There, a black man got killed. Uh, there's a new gender. Like something else will come out that distracts everybody, and everybody just turns a blind eye to this. 
I don't know. But so, yeah. So oh, the I woman like that, that lived in... What? Oh, they gave them a set of rules. They can't post on social media or disclose locations. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they didn't tell you where they're taking you. Oh. <laughs> Oh, you're so, you're so, so progressive, Canada. So progressive. I, I applaud the ignorance that so many people have. Everyone should be talking about this. This should be an absolute national tragedy that we allowed this to happen. Yeah, so they gave us a set of rules. They can't post on social media or can't disclose the location. They didn't tell you where they, you, they were taking you which is unacceptable. Uh, okay, so the alleged assault happened on February 17th before hotel quarantines. Oh, 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 oh Patty, um, your, uh, your bullshit's kind of... Um, hmm. Yeah, if this was in February, sorry, that was literally like a few months later. Miss, we're not going to do this shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what is that word? Before hotel quarantines quarantines became what is that word oh shit the woman who lives in laval said she was staying with her boyfriend in the u.s when she heard that mandatory hotel quarantines were on the way everyone forget this she took a covid19 test and flew home to quebec on february 16th with a negative test result but when she arrived at the airport she was told she had taken the wrong kind of test and needed to go to a government run quarantine anyway my god she was put in a sheraton a day later she says a fellow fellow traveler knocked on her door and then came inside without her permission ah maybe have the lock maybe locking the doors prisons prisons are more secure than this and this is supposed to be a quote unquote voluntary patty haiju voluntary how how would anyone sleep i wouldn't be able to sleep with my door wide open well i mean it's not wide open but you know what i mean like it's completely unlocked and there's like tons of people in there better this gets better this is what happens when you do not have accountability when people are told these people are unwashed they are unclean they are scum this is what happens trust me it gets better better if that if you if you want to look at it that way it got better so she was put in a Sheraton, blah, blah, blah. A traveler knocked on her door and then came inside without her permission. He ran into my room, made himself at home, sat all the way in the back on my couch. I said, you need to get out of my room and I don't want to have anything to do with you. And he said, oh, come on. I haven't. I'm sure he probably said I haven't been fucked in a real long time. Then she alleges he grabbed her by the waist. She recalls recalls telling him it was his last chance. And she was going to scream for help. How heartbreaking. That's all she could do. She had no way of defending herself from a uh from a potential would-be rapist, even though there's security everywhere. So hold on, it gets better. She then turned around and saw he had partially undressed. He had his pants to his knees and hand on his genitals. She said she, said she told him again that she was going to scream. And that's when he finally left the room. The response of the hotel security when she reported the incident was underwhelming. I called security. Took them 15 to 20 minutes to get to my room. And hey. when they did... 
they handed me a bottle of water I had asked for four hours ago and told me, just wait here, lock your door, and we'll be back. Ultimately, police... Yeah, ultimately, police and an ambulance arrived and took her to the hospital to give a statement. She, uh, yeah, and then, then, then she was allowed to go back home. Oh, yeah, just sweep it under the rug, right? The Quebec Crown Prosecutor's Office confirmed, yeah, that a man has been charged. Robert Shackery faces one count of sexual assault, one count of breaking and entering, and one count of criminal harassment. Don't worry, he's gonna only going to get a couple days because he was in a quarantine hotel. Because that's our, our justice system. A would-be rapist. I would say, I think the security should be charged. The woman says that apart from the other uh, repercussions, she, she also feels let down. She says she blames the government for not keeping her safe. Trust me, I'm sorry, lady. It's not government's job. Especially when she says she was trying her best to follow the rules. Hold on. Hold on. If the government is going to step in and force something on you where you're going into a concentration camp an intern camp whatever the fuck you want to call it if they are forcing you to do that then they should be keeping her safe they fucked up oh oh, oh they're they're gonna say but we did we take these allegations very seriously kim we Bullshit. feel the pain that canadians are feeling right now and we understand that sexual assault happens everywhere i'm gonna pledge a fund to help you know, the, the people that are committing the atrocities that they get the help they need. So you can you can continue on with this article. You could see an absolute embarrassment, an absolute black eye for Canada. It's embarrassing. Absolutely embarrassing. This is disgusting. This makes All me right. like literally it makes my blood boil. <laughs> yeah. Well, please. And please, anyone, I, 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 I don't like. I can't even ask people. Except, you know what? Share this. Share this if you never heard about these stories, or if you 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 weren't aware of of some of this stuff that's going on. The flip flopping. Oh, it's voluntary. Uh, no, it's mandatory. Oh, oh, we're we're gonna take Cana- uh, Canadian care uh, as as an utmost priority. Well, we're just not gonna feed you, and we're gonna leave you dirty hotel rooms in a quarantine supposed to be a safe place yeah yeah okay and you're charged yes, you're charged two thousand dollars okay oh fuck all right let's get the hell yeah Ugh. let's no. go on to some other oh yeah okay what? i thought you were gonna say let's all get the right. hell out of here i'm like no we we no, cut no, no, the no. episode short yesterday and we didn't get into the juicy no seth rogan seth rogan oh the the wonderful snowflake that he is <laughs> so from enemy so if anyone doesn't know so seth uh how did i call him seth uh i used to be funny in pineapple express <laughs> rogan right is that what i called him <laughs> something like that yeah okay so seth rogan claims white supremacists are review bombing santa inc so Seth Rogen has addressed the critical response to Santa Inc. claiming tens of thousands of white supremacists are to blame for the HBO Max series' overwhelmingly negative reception. The show's first and presumably only season, uh, yeah, was released in full on Thursday, December 2nd, and has thus far been majorly, uh, 
majorly panned by audiences. On IMDb, 90.6% of 5,236 viewers rated Santa Inc. one star. It holds, it holds, it has the record for the worst show ever. Oh my so, God. Mr. Self Loathing, Self Hating Rogan, a 1.1. A 1.1. Oh, they're all white. Sup- Where's the white supremacy? Like, that's what I, I don't. Well, okay. I've okay, never so, seen this anyways. show. So I'm curious to know why on earth it is that he would allege that it's white supremacists that are giving him the bad reveal. Oh, if you go over to Twitter. So if you go, I believe in this article, they link to the Twitter article. Yeah. Yeah, you can. So on. Uh, over on Rotten Tomatoes, 3% of the viewers that rated Santa Inc. gave it a favorable score. 3%. At the time when this article came out, it was sitting, obviously, like I said, um, it was sitting at, a, I believe it was a 1.5 on Rotten Tomatoes. Yesterday, it was at a 3. Now it's at a 4. They locked the comments on it because people kept saying, <laughs> it's shit. It sucks. It's Oh my god, they couldn't even handle the criticism. They had to lock the comments. (laughs) But look at not look, so you have average audience score for Rotten Tomatoes. Like I said, it's sitting at 4%. Critics haven't even watched it. Oh. Did Did I lose you? No, but you keep bringing up stuff on your end and you're cutting stuff out. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everyone. I'm in the middle of nowhere, BC. So uh, just be happy I'm actually able to communicate at all. So uh, over on Rotten Tomatoes, just 3% of the viewers. Yeah. Yeah. Over the interwebs. So that said, journalists haven't been entirely kind to Rogan's claymated comedy about a female elf played by Sarah Only I Can Do Blackface Silverman and her ambitious plans to become the next Santa. Variety, for example, described it as a televised lump of cold and said its <laughs> overzealous resilience or reliance on adult humor left it feeling dour and heavy. Hitting out at the swath of negative scores, Rogan tweeted on Friday that Santa Inc. had really pissed off tens of thousands of white supremacists. So you can see on his tweet here, we really pissed off tens of thousands of white supremacists with our new show, Santa Inc., which is now available on HBO Max. Please read the responses to this tweet for confirmation. Oh, boy. So you can just keep scrolling down. Oh, my God. Everything's everything's a bong. What the fuck? Why is why why is that? Oh man. Uh. <laughs> Are you, you're you're seeing that, right? No, did you click the like on the the Twitter comments? Uh, on his tweet, yeah. Okay, hold on.
Mm-hmm. You really triggered Le Nazi's epic style by creating the lowest rated show of all time. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, wait, do I need to be signed in in order to look at the, the comments? What the hell? How do I work this gizmo? Kim, how do I work this thing? <laughs> Anyways. Anyways, so. Fucking embedded videos. So Santa Ick has also drawn controversy prior to its release with its uh, its trailer being targeted by alleged far right hate groups spreading anti-Semitic comments. And so they're now using the word elf in place of Jews. So, Hold on. We're going robot again. Really? Yeah. What is, this is funny. Uh, well, not funny, but whatever. What does white supremacy have to do with your show? You're making Democrats look more like a joke than they already are. And this is coming from someone with democratic beliefs. You are no longer in your prime. You're less funny than a piece of wood. <laughs> <laughs> well see but this is so this is you know this is the the ghostbusters thing this is uh you know captain marvel this is you know all these movies are just saying you know if you don't like it while fan you're the problem you're the reason why this isn't good like yeah i I don't think there's that many white supremacists in the world to be bringing your show down and because that's all that they had to do that was you know, they all had a meeting and they were like, you know what? Let's fucking bash Seth Rogen's new show because, you know, I don't know. He's Jewish or some shit. So let's let's fucking do this shit. Yes, that was exactly what they did. It was actually in a big Facebook blast. I remember seeing that. So. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. So I'm looking at some of the Rotten Tomato reviews. I guess they put them back up because they were actually turned off. Um, It's just trash. Seth uh, Seth Rogen just isn't funny or talented. Sarah Silverman can be funny, but not in this. The dialogue is so cringe, We're, uh, cringeworthy. I literally said "ugh" out loud more than once. Cursing? Wow, so edgy. Yawn. It sucks in every <laughs> way possible. Do not waste your time. Trust me, I'm doing you a favor. If you don't listen, come on back here and you can vent too. <laughs> <laughs> I need to. I need uh... to see. I need to see this now. Like, I really do. Even, like, the trailer. Like, I gotta see something. Well, well, there, there is a, the, the trailer for it. And it's, like, the thing is, it's, it's like Sausage Party. You know, like, you thought it was kind of like, oh my god, a sausage said fuck? <laughs> That's it. And uh, it, it loses its, it loses its, its funny. It's not, you know, it's not looking at it in an interesting way. And like there are many Christmas movies that have, you know, kind of dark undertones, that kind of dry, you know, kind of messed up humor, like, you know, uh, like Bad Santa. I think that is a fantastic movie. It's fantastic because it's such a bad, like not bad as in like it's garbage, but, you know, uh, Billy Bob Thornton and who's the black dwarf, whatever that midget's name is. They're, (laughs) They're two... They're two terrible human beings. Like they are absolutely terrible people. And you see through the movie, like you kind of start rooting for uh for uh for um 
uh, for Billy Bob's character that, hey, you know, yeah, you're a piece of shit. And, you know, like they they broke into places and they'd steal money and they'd steal money from like the malls that they were working at. Or, you know, he was screwing people like women. I don't I don't. Yeah, not people, women. And. You know, oddly enough, at the end of the story. You know, he turns around like you almost cheer for him like he's like. In that movie, Billy Bob does a great job of making Santa look like a piece of shit. Like he makes him look like an absolute terrible person. Yeah. And then this is and so bad Santa is where if you ever hear me say, I'll make some sandwiches. You want some sandwiches? That's where that's from. Because this this fat kid's grandma, every time she woke up, she go, I'll make you a sandwich. Do you want sandwiches? That's what she would do. So <laughs> you know, and then you know, Billy Bob is character like you could see like he ends up having that kind of internal struggle like you can see that that dialogue like it's a deeper character that well I could just rob for these people and that's kind of what he was doing then he's like hey you know what kid uh, not maybe I shouldn't go uh, but he's like I'm gonna help you like he does that he has you see like that that kind of change of heart this is just Santa's white. Santa's own uh, has always been white. Therefore, white people bad. And it's like you're not you're not pushing anything. If any, like it would have been this would have been a great movie if they took that idea. Like, hey, you know, Santa's been white, and you know, Santa's been co-opted by all these companies, and you know, to have that kind of story. What? No, I don't want to watch it. I already seen it. I don't want to watch it. Are you gonna? Are you playing gonna, it? I was gonna play it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, then play it. All right. So we'll we'll take. Just you tell on me. A, tell me when you're done. Take you on a little ride to this shit show trailer. When you're a kid, there's only one day a year more special than any other day, and that day is Christmas. And we are the magic behind that day. So let's get these fucking kids some fucking presents. May I present the hardest working man in snowbiz? Good golly, he's jolly. Our own Santa Claus. Hey, Merry Christmas. Whoa, you're on my naughty list. More American kids believe in you than they do in vaccines or the Holocaust. That's great. I mean, disheartening for America, but great for us. I'm here from the North Pole Times. Have Have you you decided who will succeed you as Santa Claus? Uh, Tech Santa's old and knocking on death's door. Fuck you. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, good good question. I'll give it some serious thought. Ha ha ho ho ho. Bye. There have been many Santa Clauses throughout history. Some were loved, others loathed. But the position of Santa has mostly been a white man's game. Exactly, it's fucking crazy. Things have got to change. My advice to you is, if I die, get rid of my porn! I want to be the next Santa. If this is your dream, you have to at least make your case, bitch. You gotta get intimate with that jolly bitch, bitch. I know you're right, but do you really have to call me bitch every time you say something? Yes, bitch, because it's empowering to call you bitch, bitch. 
let's go over what we know. Santa and the board are all male and all white. They play golf, drink, smoke cigars, say things like, don't ever marry your mistress. Just so you know, the women of the North Pole make fun of one of your dicks. Have fun wondering whose it is. What I need to learn is how to grow out with these guys. You know, shoot the shit, do shots, shoot shots of shit. <laughs> she has ideas, but can she really be the face of Christmas? Successor, die trying. Merry Christmas and to all a kick ass night! I mean, really? It's, it's so, really? That's the thing. It, it's so, such low hanging fruit. But it, hey, like, can you stop? Like, I mean, okay. When I saw the preview or trailer, whatever you want to call it, for like, say, Sausage Party, it was funny. You know, like, ah, oh, don't eat me. Uh, you know, it, it was funny. It made me kind of giggle. I'm like, I want to see that. That looks funny. This, it's like they're literally just trying to throw F bombs wherever. It's not like you're actually having a normal conversation. And you're like, fuck yeah. You know, like getting excited, like Santa's swearing because, well, you know, why not? He's just got to he's he's got to say fuck you to people, and uh, then okay, well, it's always been a white man. Well, we got to change that. It's like, and then so okay, now I get the whole oh, well, it's a bunch of white supremacists. Really, dude? Really? You gotta you gotta go there, really? Hmm. I I don't know. It's like they they tried making this show that was I guess supposed to be edgy. It looks like a big pile of reindeer shit. It looks bad. <laughs> like it looks bad. Like I wouldn't even want to waste my time on watching an episode. I kind of wish I got that two minutes and fifty four seconds back from the fucking trailer. But um, yes. wow. And then he he has the audacity to sit there and cry about it like a little girl. Like, ooh, it's such a white supremacist. They're all hating on my show. No, no, it's not white supremacists. It's people who have tastes that realize your show is a big pile of reindeer poop. Try better next well, time. That, well, and that's the thing. Like I said, you know, it could have been, uh, you know, Santa's getting screwed over by corporations. They're cheaping, cheapening the image. We need to bring Christmas back to what it was. About, you know, being selfless, being, uh, cherishing the, the time that we spend with our families. Like, it could have been something like that. No, no. You know, you, you have to have this female elf that's trying to kick it with the dudes and they're peeing out of windows and people are flashing people. Like, I mean, it's just yeah, like, so tacky. It's so bad. Yeah. Like, even Bad so, Santa had more class than that. Well, and that's the thing. Like, the message in it, it's this, you know, a bad, like, he's a bad guy. He is not a model citizen. He's a piece of shit. And he comes, he turns around. Yeah. He starts liking this kid. He kind of takes pity on him. And he realizes that he's a piece of crap. And then 
he has a change. You see an evolution of the character from God damn it. I have. Sorry, I was eating a sandwich. But uh, um, so you see the evolution of the character from this just, you know, crummy scumbag criminal just gets drunk and is banging everything, every woman well, that he can or he's trying to. And he's just a piece of crap. And you see the evolution of the character. OK, this is Santa's white. And, and it's kind of funny that people are kind of crapping on Santa. You know, like the whole black Santa thing being pushed. We talked about before it's in one of our episodes. You know, well, that was on Friday when I was super drunk. <laughs> yeah, sure was. <laughs> but it's you know, like what? Well, you know, it, it, it's it's a little different if you know Jesus Christ, you know, being a mythical creature, and you know, well, yeah, okay, he was he was whitewashed, but <laughs> <All the creature. laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> mythical character creature. Okay, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you want a piece of uh, useless information? Always. It's the only kind I store. All right. What's the difference between a fable and a myth? Um. A fable involves creatures. Myths involve people. Totally. I just, I was just seeing if you knew. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you all can die happy now knowing that, <laughs> but you know, but, but Santa was based off of a real person. Like that's, that's, that's not disputed. And if you went to somewhere and you seen like a black Santa, like when, you, if you were a kid or something, no one ever said, Oh, it's a black Santa. Or if he did, well, maybe you were a little, a little racist, right? But well, this Santa's a little no flamboyant. One... <laughs> he sure is. You know, he got yeah. into Mrs. Claus's eggnog a little too early. Yeah, or you know, and they would just say, "Oh, that's 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 not the real Santa, but he's helping. He helps Santa because Santa's so busy up in the North Pole. He can't he can't possibly be everywhere." Yeah. Because he's too busy in the North Pole. So this these are Santa's helpers. That's what everyone would say. But you know, to to cheapen the experience to say, well, no, Santa's black or well, Santa's been a white man, uh, you know, the, and it's been a white man's game. Uh Saint Nikolai was white. If he like this isn't like like flat earther kind of stuff where oh they're just hiding it to keep you keep you fooled and keep you uh keep uh you know keep us all trapped here. They don't have anything to gain. Like we we don't have you know, it's not like if 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 we found out oh Santa Claus was actually from from Asia. Okay, then Santa's Asian. Cool. But he wasn't. He was Turkish. He was Saint Nikolai. Well, he, and he was actually of Greek descent. Yeah. So, so, oh, he was Greek. He wasn't Turkish. Correct. He was born in Turkey and died in Turkey, but it says that he was of Greek descent from the maritime city of Myra. Oh, okay. Myra, so there Turkey you go. He was, I guess, Greek. Okay. So, 
So there you go. So, sorry, sorry guys. Yeah, it's based on an actual person who unfortunately lacked uh mel- melanin. melanin in his skin. Super sorry about that, but are we really going to go and start changing history? Like just go forward. Again, I I'm going to say this, I I said it in the last episode when we talked about Black Santa. Who cares? Honestly, if I see a Santa who's black, or East Indian, or Asian, or gay. I don't care. Like, it's really not a big deal. Why does it have to be turned into a thing? Like, no one's going to question it. Anybody can be Santa. They really can. No one cares. Why are you making it a thing? Yeah, it's... uh, The actual character, yeah, was based off of a real person. Sorry. Yeah, and then Coca-Cola obviously corporatized it. So, you know, maybe, maybe Seth, I'll give you the, I'll give you this idea for free. You don't even have to credit me for it. Say like, hey, Santa's been co-opted. The, the, you know, the Christmas has been co-opted by corporations. And it's time we take it back. Get it out of the corporate hands. Bring it back to the family. And have him going on some adventure. To show these, these corporate people that, you know, it's not all about money. It's not all about greed. It's about the time you spend with the ones that you love the most. You know, Scrooge McDuckett. Yeah. Like, come on, something. It's just, it's empty. That's the thing. It is, it's empty. There's nothing here. It's just, you're bad because you're white. Oh, look at, oh, look at all the, the white supremacists. Like, okay, I guess he got a lot of traction for it. But you look at the ratios. You look at the ratios on the YouTube video. There's an extension. So, Kim, if you want to install this, last I seen, the, the downvotes was 167,000. There aren't even, at the peak of the KKK, there wasn't 167,000 members. But now suddenly there is. No, it's people are looking for good stories. It's Christmas. You know, uh, I'm, I, that, this is it's why, like, like the... I don't watch, I don't watch any new movies. There's no, like, uh, everything just, there's so few movies that are good nowadays. It's all just, you know, cheap setup, cheap payoff. The characters are perfect. You know, there's your token black guy, token Asian guy. This guy's, you know, the super serious. This guy's the religious one. This guy's the, you know, the recluse, the drug addict, the the sinner. This guy, you know, it's so cookie cutter. Oh, well, we have to have gender diversity. We have to have diversity of characters. But no diversity in thought. Like, this is, yeah. this is old and played out. This is old. That's the thing, Seth Rogen, Sarah, only I can wear blackface Silverman. It's old. It's not, it's not fresh. It's not funny. It's not entertaining. It's just, I'm an elf and look at this cute video. Oh, I'm so cute. Fuck. Okay. I do that because I'm not a comedian. I'm a, I'm a fucking, I'm an idiot. Oh, snap. She was like hardcore blackface. Oh, yeah. Like, that's not even a oh, little yeah. bit. Oh, yeah. Like, that's no. Like, Jesus. That's actual blackface. 
it was her doing a skit wow. about people wearing blackface. Wow. So you think yeah. Wow. That that um oh man. That's some crazy <laughs> shit. Yeah, so it's you know, so whatever. He's getting ratioed, Sarah Silverman's getting ratioed. And then they had a nice little like 10 second uh commercial of them in front of a Christmas tree, which I find weird because they're Seth Rogen's Jewish and Sarah Silverman is an atheist. In front of a Christmas tree saying, well, you know what I would like to do is watch a Christmas show or watch Santa Inc. on HBO Max about uh, with a feminist slant. Oh, well, see, that... this, is, this is the big problem there, too. You have a, a crazy feminist atheist. Well, the atheist doesn't really matter, but you have a crazy feminist. Well, yeah, okay, the atheism kind of works with this. And the um and a Jewish guy trying to make a Santa Claus movie? Question mark? Right? A question mark? Question so, mark? Whatever it is. Waste of time? I don't know. Yeah. I mean. Like, I'm sorry. If I were to try if and make was... a Bollywood movie, trust me, it'd fail. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it's it's just, it's... It's low hanging fruit. It's it's not edgy. It's not funny. It's not you know people want a good story. That's all people want. They they don't need to be bashed over the head that well you know patriarchy bad, men bad, white bad, and that's all these movies are becoming. At least Ghostbusters two nodded. It was an homage to the to the franchise, an homage to the homage to the fans. That's what Ghostbusters 2 was. You mean the newest It one? was a... Yeah. Yeah. It's an homage where there was an actual passing of the torch, you know, from the old characters to the new ones. But see, it's, the, it's so, that, that crude sense of humor that they like to throw in movies now that is literally just either women trying to be like way more crude than a man because, oh yeah, look at me. Uh, I'm awesome. Or well, it's it's interesting that all the deer in that movie are all stereotypical black people. All of them. What? Oh yeah, all of the reindeer in there are stereotypical black people. Like someone's going, well, well, you're, you know, you're just a bitch, and and, and elf, whatever her name is, goes, why do you gotta oh. call me bitch? And it's like, well, I just got, I gotta call you. Bitch, it's empowering to call you a bitch. Like, cool. They bitch anymore. <laughs> like I it's mean. it's not it's not it's not it's not good. It's not funny. It's not. No, I think they would have needed Seth MacFarlane to do that movie. Then or so, even, then no, it might have been you funny. Can't, you can't. Seth MacFarlane has he's gone woke too. Fuck off. One of the most successful comedy cartoon shows in our time. If not of all time, the only one that's been longer is The Simpsons, and The Simpsons has been old, dead, and dying for years. No one watches The Simpsons because it's just, oh, what's today's topic? Oh, uh, uh, Facebook bad? I make another. <clears throat> I make a head book. <laughs> Isn't that funny? There's no setup. There's no there. There's no setup to the laughs. There's no setup to you know the, to the setup and payoff. 
Someone made a real good point uh, when I was uh, was reading some comments, and they said, like, in The Incredibles, um, the little boy, I don't remember his name, he was like, whatever, he ran super fast. And, and the mom was saying to him, well, you can't use your special power because it's cheating. And sorry, I'm getting, I'm getting this little foggy. But so later on, so that's the setup. The boy wants to use his superpower and the mom is saying, no, you can't. You can't use your superpower. And so later on in the movie, the, um, the payoff was the boy ends up doing this race and he doesn't use his superpower and he loses. An additional uh, payoff for it was when she was fighting someone, she ended up saying something to the effect of, if everyone is unique, because they wanted to make everyone superheroes. Well, if everyone is superheroes, nobody is super. So she had to kind of combat that, that feeling of, if you have your superpowers and you don't use them, well, you don't, you don't, you know, you don't really, you're not, you're not unique. You're not special. So you've seen that kind of flip. That was the, the setup and the payoff. And those happened way later in the story. But it's just, it's, it's immediate. It's hand-wavy uh, stuff. It's, it's unfortunate that, you know, this, these are the types of films and they're just, it's, it's just stagnant. It's stagnant. But, all right, that's, uh, I don't know. You got anything else or anything you want to say? Yeah, I want that two minutes and 53 seconds of my life back from watching that trailer. So Although, I'm going to sue. <laughs> so, so if you were following me on Twitter, you would have seen my post that I made to Seth Rogen and Sarah, only I can wear blackface Silverman, was that Canada has almost completed its destruction of U.S. culture. Our invasion will begin soon. <laughs> <laughs> So if you're not following me on Twitter, you should. <laughs> right? It's so, entertaining, to say the least. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, uh, if the world's going to burn, you know what? I just want to laugh along. I just want to laugh. Right. But, uh, all right. <laughs> well, you know, that's that's how I have to deal with it. I have to laugh my way into my into a shallow grave. <laughs> All right, uh, let's right, get well, out of here. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And again, hope everyone has a randy, randy hump day. Check us out on our socials, Facebook and Twitter mostly. Instagram, TikTok, there's there too. And anywhere you want to listen to your podcast, it'll be listed in the description box below. If we're not on here, if we get kicked off of YouTube, we'll definitely be on Rumble. <laughs> Oh yeah, all our stuff's on on uh, everything's on on Rumble. Um, we try to focus a lot more on Rumble, and I noticed some people are kind of complaining about Rumble and them going public. You should buy your. This isn't financial advice, but if 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 I were you, I'd be buying uh um Rumble stock. You, they're joining up with Trump and his uh, his Truth social network with locals Rumble. An actual legit competitor to uh, you know, to the YouTube, to Facebook, 
Twitter. They're really? they're they're trying to you know people that are focused on yeah. And this is a Canadian company. I'm breaking up. Okay, serious. Hey, bring robot. I'm breaking up. Yeah. All right. So you know, Canadian company. I'll, I'll try to support a Canadian company. Yeah, a Canadian company as much as I can. I, you know, I'm I'm sick of giving my money and my you know my my work and everything else to a you know a foreign country. So yeah, all right. Plus, um, yeah. yeah, Canada. Yeah, you could. Uh, oh, yeah. We'll kick your all right, ass. Have a good night, everyone. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Good night, everyone. <laughs>